You're listening to I Got That One. Presented by Tom and Yvonne. For all those times I've talked about wanting to see a sudden death or a penalty on this show, yesterday was such a great achievement of that. I know. Where do our lives go from here? I know. I mean, we've had... We've had peak university challenge at this point. It's all downhill from here. Back it up, guys. (laughs) University challenge cancelled. Nothing more needs to be done. (laughs) But yes, yesterday, um, Sheffield versus UCL ended in the first, at least that I've seen, penalties... Or do you call it sudden death? Um, I want to call it sudden death. I don't know. It's so much more dramatic. I think it's just sudden death because penalties <laughs> implies that we're getting uh, four university challenge contestants to line up and kick a ball <laughs> at Paxman, which sounds incredibly cruel to everyone involved. So, yeah, it was um, a, a tie and the tie came at the very, very last moment as well on the gong. That was with 170 a piece. I mean, I called it early on in the episode that whilst for a while it did look like one team was kind of getting ahead of them themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, near the end, both teams were really, really neck and neck, and it was such an impressive performance on both sides. I agree. I agree. Um, but before we go any further, I just want to mention um, there is something wrong with my throat, as you might have heard. So. Um, Apologies if this is grating to you. Um, there's not much I can do about well, it. Well, it's not that bad. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, yeah, considerations. Yeah, it's, it's only mildly irritating. Oh, only mildly. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm just mildly irritating in general to you, so <laughs> I don't think anything's changed. Yeah, so um, I thought that both teams were actually... Actually, this was one of the best matches of this season. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that? Absolutely. Both really, really great teams. Um, terrific, energetic, high-scoring game. Oh, for sure. All told. Um, really interesting disciplines as well. So on the Sheffield side, we had things like evolution and behavior, mm-hmm. PhD in maths. And then on the other side, the UCL side, we had studies like uh, urban studies, planetary science, um, a PGCE as well. So again, really interesting disciplines, a really interesting mix of personalities coming together. Yeah, I did see that uh, a school, I can't remember the name right now, did tweet out that a current teacher... Because when you're doing a PGC, you do some kind of placement as well. Yeah. Uh, said that uh, they are taking part in uh, University okay. Challenge. Okay, probably UCL then. Yeah, I would say so. Oh, um, also, I think this is the first time it's happened, or mm-hmm. maybe it's been a long time. We had a parent-child uh, I know, combo. R. Collier and L. Collier. And I have to say, L. Collier looks fantastic mm-hmm. if, you know, uh, R. Collier uh, is her child. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah, exactly. It took me a while to determine who was the parent and the child. Well, I mean... Without the, looking at the names. Without looking at the names, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at first, uh, you'd think maybe Salmon uh, was the parent, but, yeah. um, you know, he's also the oldest uh, current uh, contender. Yeah, I would yeah, say. amazing. That's great to see. I mean, obviously, UCL, lots of opportunities for um, adult learning, post-grad, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's great to see. Oh, yeah. I, I also wonder how that kind of parent-child dynamic works. I wonder if L. Collier was really proud every time R. Collier got a right answer. Yeah, I couldn't tell uh, if they were both very happy to be there or if R. Collier was maybe a little bit embarrassed because... <laughs> to have his mom on the show. Yeah, I know. I didn't notice <laughs> they were on opposite ends of the team. Yeah, that was interesting. Too. I think that, that took me a while to kind of... I assumed it was... Um, 
I assumed Fleetwood Walker was the child at first, just because they were sitting next to each other, um, until I looked at the names. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If you were on a quiz show with either your parents, would you want to be sitting next to them? Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, definitely not. I love my parents, but uh, I think I work best when I'm not directly interfacing yeah, with them. Yeah, maybe it's a, a bit of a backseat quizzing going on. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> no, mum, it's my turn to buzz in. <laughs> Son, this is not what we talked about. I'm sure that it was nothing like that. And yeah. they are fantastic teammates. But it's just, it was, it's funny. It was fun. It's great to see. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fun, I think we're going to have a hard time really picking apart uh, these teams because they are so equal in strength. Yeah. Yeah. Both have excellent conferring. Both had the captains that were really able to just kind of hone in and, you know, minimize any kind of uh, time taken as evidenced by the final score yes absolutely the only difference i could see was at some point ucl became far more aggressive on the buzzer yeah but even then that wasn't quite enough to uh yeah. you know really so, kill uh, sheffield's so i believe ucl was in the lead at the beginning mm-hmm. right um sheffield had a great start oh yeah then they kind of slowed down ucl picked up but then sheffield came from behind to equalize Absolutely. And it's important to point out that UCL began with a negative because yeah. uh, someone incorrectly um, did a starter, in. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with uh, choosing another, you know, ne- uh, Spanish name yeah, other than of Isabella. Isabella, that's right. Yeah, you know, common mistake. They all sound fairly similar, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess if you really had to twist my arm and say that what are the differences, mm. I got the impression that Sheffield were maybe slightly better on the bonuses mm-hmm. at least that's the impression i got i don't know if the stats will bear that out it might just be the bias you get from seeing one team being a bit more kind of buzzer heavy compared to another so what did you say sheffield was better on the buzzers uh that's what i got the feeling of well we shall see later on in stats corner Ooh, this is eternal tease mm. honestly mm. you're so good at teasing me <laughs> any favorite questions yes i guess we should talk about the questions because yeah, both teams are going through. It's all about the questions, yeah, definitely. So, uh, I mean, I just had a look. The current cutoff point is 115 points. 110, I think that's what Paxman said. Uh, 115 now okay. because of um, Sheffield uh, making it into the bracket. Okay, anyway, that that's still 20 points less than last season, which was about 135, I believe. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Slightly we're only halfway more. through, so there's still plenty of opportunity. But, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, for now, Gonville and Caius are still making it through to the best-scoring losers, so mm-hmm. um, I'm quite happy to see that. Good, yeah. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But yes, questions. I have to say I like the first picture round. Yeah. Because I have a soft spot for um, maps of cities. Yeah. And I think especially cities based around estuaries, because um, we tend to think of it nowadays, I mean, if you're not, as you're really thinking about, you know, city planning, it's just a nice place next to the waterfront, and now is a bit of a risk with, you know, all the global warming stuff happening. But it was actually fundamental to settlements. Absolutely. Um, you could often really chart how powerful, influential a city-state and then going on the nation-state could be by their ability to have such a large estuary-based uh, port. And influence over maritime traffic, trade, things like that. I mean, that's where all the money was. I mean, mm-hmm. Venice is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just a small island of the coast of Italy, but they had probably the most influence in the Mediterranean after the fall of the Byzantines for a good century. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And were incredibly uh, wealthy because of that. Same yeah, with New York, uh, you know, there's a reason why it dominates our mentality. That was one of the questions as well, one of the answers. Yeah, I mean, it's 
Not because just because it's a big city, but it became a big city because that's where everyone came when they were immigrating to America. Yeah, well, that makes sense with Statue of Liberty being placed right there. Absolutely. Mm. Um, what were some of your favorite questions? Well, I like the one about um, this uh, similar uh, last three letters of words, so like lute and dilute, ode and diode. Oh yeah, it's been a while since we've had one of those uh, questions. Yeah, types. so that's I find it. You know, it's a very simple format, but mm. it's really mixing very diverse ranges and and disciplines together. So you know, it, you need to have you know literary knowledge, geographic, scientific, and a good understanding of different words and concepts and all of these things to put this together. Mm. Um, and I thought the team did exceptionally well. They got almost all of those. In fact, I think all of those correct. Yeah, no, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. I also enjoyed the fact that we had French geography this time around, mm-hmm. uh, giving the English geography nerd a bit of a rest. <laughs> a bit of a rest. Um, I have to say, I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't say Pépignon for all three, because <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a Glasgow-esque David Copperfield um, Oh yeah, that was trio. a classic moment, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, uh, I, I still love r- reminiscing about that. <laughs> I mean, it's a strategy. I mean, you know, say it enough and it's once, one time is bound to be the right answer. Yeah, I mean, there's only, what, 30 departements? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a... One in 30 chance. It's not terrible. <laughs> um, I also like the maths question, which was basically, what is the remainder of the square of 49 divided by the square root of 49? See, I think this is a perfect example of a kind of starter up. question where the actual question itself is not that difficult. Yes. But they cunningly hide it in mm. words which make you think extra hard. <laughs> and you can tell because when they finally answered, um, you know, the person who responded was just like, Zero? Zero? Is it really that? Yeah, it can't be and, that easy, surely. Yeah, and a lot of people might be maybe focus less on the word remainder, but more on the use of the square and square root. Um, but then the question was about the remainder, so the answer was zero. So yeah, really clever. That's happened so many times mm-hmm. where, you know, it's such a convoluted way of asking a question that, you know, someone only remembers half of it and then you know Paxman says no I was asking for this yeah it's yeah. happened on more than one occasion definitely and um you know sometimes it could be a little bit mean-spirited but I think that this is a clever way of making maths more than just you know simple division in your head yeah but I think there was a clue because you said you don't have any paper and you have to answer as soon as your name is called mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um although I I've always wondered when he decides to say that at the question. Because I don't think you can ever use paper. <laughs> I've never seen that happen. True, but I mean, also saying, you know, answer as soon as your, your name is called. Yeah. Because he says that usually at least once a, a match. Randomly, yeah. But is it because he feels like people are taking too long? Is it because that particular question needs to be answered quickly? I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of the variety re- needed in hosting. You don't just, you don't want to make it monotonous. Oh, he's just, kind, the same thing he's just the kind of judging it out a bit, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, otherwise you could just get a robot to host University Challenge. <laughs> Pack spot. <laughs> yeah, sure. Something like that. Actually, that would be quite a fascinating. I wonder University if you challenge twenty fifty series two hundred. <laughs> I wonder if you could train an AI to be able to ask questions like Jeremy Paxman and respond. I'm pretty sure. Well, then I, I mean, reciting the questions isn't so difficult. It's about interpreting the answers given, and and deciding and using discretion to decide whether you're going to give them points or not for an answer that maybe may not be a hundred percent right, which has happened. 
Um, I mean, there are ways to do that, but I'm thinking more in terms of we now have enough data of Jeremy Paxman asking <laughs> questions, so we can really Several match his tone. At least, yeah. Although you know, that's that's a whole kind of can of worms. Of, you know, who like capturing that's, his voice that's after an he's of yeah. Black Mirror, isn't it? Oh, absolutely! I can already see it happening. I know. Someone should make that. Yeah, Charlie Brooker. I got the idea first. I will sue you if you write this before I do. Um, yeah, so any more favorite questions or shall we move into some stats? I think I'll just mention when it comes to the music round, I mm. am always in awe of people who are able to discern band leaders in these kind of big ensemble jazz bands. Yeah, because it's all the same to you. <laughs> I think it's just because I don't listen to that kind of music very often, so yeah. I'm not very familiar. True. I mean, I can kind of tell... Uh, get a gist of what band is playing in for example in metal bands because um they have very distinct styles most of them sometimes they have radical shifts but for example even though i've never heard it before i can kind of tell if it's slept not playing <laughs> just because i've listened to so much of them yeah same with system same with uh motorhead mm-hmm. so it might just be um you it's know, practice then practice mm-hmm. but yeah i think especially being able to get a song just from the the style of how it's being played because there's no lyrics or very freak very infrequently lyrics in these yeah, kind of uh, yeah, band songs yeah, yeah true so uh yeah well done uh to uh, anyone who's able to get that right i agree absolutely so i think that's it in terms of questions mm-hmm. now it's time to look into some stats so let me stat you up Oh, please. <laughs> so final score of 170 to Sheffield and 180 to UCL after that sudden death. <sighs> Sheffield managed 10. Well, obviously, both teams got an equal number of starter questions. Correct? 10 apiece. Oh, really? Yes. Is that including the um, sudden death question? Uh, so UCL obviously got slightly more questions asked of them. Uh-huh. Uh, 17 in total mm-hmm. compared to Sheffield's 13. But okay. both teams got 10, correct? All right. And then in terms of bonuses, equal number of bonuses. But contrary to what you perceived, it was UCL that managed to get slightly higher percentage of their bonuses correct. With uh, So UCL got 19 out of 27 of their bonuses, whereas Sheffield, 14. Out of 27. Yes. And so with UCL's um, score, that was 70% of their bonuses, which is actually, I think, one of the highest we've seen and maybe ever seen. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely the mark of an excellent team, I have to say. I'm kind of blown back by that. Yeah. So if you just go on stats purely, um, I might say that UCL has what it takes to get into the semifinals. I would say so. I mean, I still would like to see a matchup between them and Durham. I think yeah. that would be a fascinating Two uh, test. Two powerhouses, yes. Because Durham were truly incredible in the yeah. opening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's been a few real standout teams so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, absolutely, I would be shocked if uh, this team doesn't go on to do well. Absolutely. Uh, this is a powerful UCL team. Mm-hmm. Makes me think... You know, we have yet to see Imperial perform. Yeah. Like, they must have another real strong team lined up. Yeah. And, and I mean, another interesting thing was that UCL actually had three incorrect interruptions. Wow. So they managed to win despite that. Three incorrect interruptions. Yeah. yeah. So 15 drop points, but still uh, beating Sheffield. Well, I mean, goes to show that I was correct in my um, understanding that uh, they were very aggressive on the buzzer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh did Sheffield have any incorrect interruptions? Zero. Wow. But then Sheffield had five correct interruptions and UCL had seven correct interruptions. 
So, so yeah, you were right. They were really aggressive on the buzzer. Yeah, but you know, not as much as you think. Mm. I mean, it felt like more aggressiveness, but mm-hmm. I guess it's because there's more kind of incorrect interruptions. Yeah. Wow. So there really is almost no difference between these two teams. I yeah, mean, and and it was even more fun to see because almost every single player buzzed in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's fantastic. I think they they matched them up really well. It made for a really interesting show overall. Yeah, no, for sure. And I have to say, I'm very happy to see Sheffield getting a chance to come back. Yeah, because yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, I feel like um, we've had a slight paucity in northern universities uh, getting uh, through to uh, yeah. stages, mm-hmm. and I'm always happy to see uh, these teams get through. Um, especially since, you know, Manchester has been slightly disappointing to me in the last mm-hmm. uh, few seasons. So mm-hmm. a closest neighbor having a chance to do well is, uh, you know, fantastic in my yeah, eyes. I'm sure it is. Um, but unless there are other stats... Oh, there's one more stat I sh- saw, which yeah. I think is interesting. Go ahead. So far, with every single match we've seen, it's the right-hand team that has won. Really? Yeah. Oh, is the right-hand team closer to Paxman or... It's the one that's it introduced is, right? second, yeah. Oh, that is fascinating. That is... Some serious yin-yang situation going on. Yeah, and I only saw that because you see stats popped up and uh, he said it was messing with his head. Oh, really? Yeah, which is incredible. I don't know what the statistics are on that happening, hmm. but I'm pretty sure we've not seen that happen well, before. Well, at this point, it can't be random, can it? I mean, that would require a whole lot of planning beforehand. I know, I know. Yeah, it's a very heavy conspiracy hat you're wearing right now. I know, but it's fun, hey? Yeah, you know, sometimes the best part of having a podcast is to start a baseless conspiracy theory. I know, I know. It's and hey, it's less damage we've done QAnon or uh, the, the current trans panic, so go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, now it is time for the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh, yes. The real reason why we're all here. I mean, the only reason anyone really should tune in, to be honest. All mm. the other is just kind of feeling dead air before we get <laughs> to this point. And we're, of course, talking about our best dress. And, as always, we did a uh, Twitter poll. Ooh, what were the answers? So, um, with 44% of all votes, um, Ho uh, was the ah, one who was the fantastic. winner. Fantastic. Well, she did. Uh, she was rocking a pretty nice blouse. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. She had that very nice look and also the glasses really complemented uh, the look for sure. Mm-hmm. With uh, Collier, uh, you know. Which Collier? L Collier. Mm. It's so weird. I had to put a, um, you know, their initial at the beginning. I've never had to do that I, I agree. L Collier also looked, uh, she looked really distinguished. So maybe it's time that we do our own choice. All right. On the count of three. One, two, three. R Collier. Which Collier? L Collier. <laughs> Mine's R Collier. Oh, really? Yeah. Could you defend well, your position? Well, because he had this kind of black biker jacket. Well, not really a biker jacket, just kind of a leather jacket, let's say. Okay. I thought it's nice to see that kind of aesthetic on University Challenge. So kind of a young Elvis Presley kind of vibe. I suppose so, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a James Dean, I suppose. Because we've kind of seen, you know, nice blouses, distinguished looking black turtleneck tops, that sort of thing. We've not Some really real seen... out there crop tops. Yeah, we've... one thing we've not seen is a black leather jacket, so... That's true. I don't remember seeing a leather jacket in a while. Mm-hmm. At least not since, I think, uh, Leo from three seasons ago. Yeah, so definitely bringing the Grease vibes into University <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> that, that was a very strange pause. But uh, thank you very much once again for taking part. Mm-hmm. It's always so much fun when we have people... For taking part? Oh, you mean the teams. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yes. Thank you for, as always, for, you know. Taking part in this podcast. I mean, I effectively hold you hostage to make sure we do this podcast. He does, people. He does. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. Oh, wait, it's a podcast. Anyway, uh, where was I? Yes. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Thank you for taking part in the poll. It's yeah. always fun to kind of get a sense of where people align. Yeah. I wish it was possible to have all eight um, people um, be available. But alas, uh, that's a limitation of a Twitter poll. And uh, mm. linking to an outside poll um, well, really tax engagement. Well, you know, engagements. that's the cruelty of best dress. There can only be one. That's just how it is, Tom. Well, I'm talking about the selection, but oh. yeah, sure, go off. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> severe miscommunications aside, um, God, people are going to really read into our relationship now. I know, huh? I know. Well, maybe that's the fun of a podcast. Oh, yeah, so we've started conspiracy theory and then, uh, you know, <laughs> rumors about our marriage. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so on that note, um, if you want to uh, partake in this rumor mill, you can contact us on our socials yep so we're on twitter as i got that one and you can even drop us an email at igtopodcast at gmail.com and thank you to everyone who has dropped us messages tweets uh, mentions and so forth it's always fun hearing from everybody absolutely so um we'll be seeing you again next week with a slightly delayed episode yes indeed because uh the episode of um university challenge itself is delayed thanks to the rugby so uh, yeah, until then, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.